Hi, this is Cage Coleman, host of Game On, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for 14-year-old female Heather Riggio, Caucasian, 5'1", 120 pounds, blue eyes, and blonde hair. She went missing May 6, 2007 from North Miami Beach. Heather has a tattoo of a Chinese star on her lower back and a tattoo on her ankle. Her ears and lips are pierced. Heather was last seen wearing a pink top, jeans, and high heels. So if you know of Heather Riggio's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Heather, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to futureismissing.com. Thank you. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, you just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see who you'll be. It's time to express yourself, where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people, a platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. And today is the first day I'm going solo as a host. And it's appropriate since our theme for the hour is the topic of siblings. Since I am an only child, I've been going solo since I was born. And that's what I'll talk about in segment four. So right away, I want to get to our wonderful Book It reporter, Courtney Chang, with her top picks of famous literary and on-screen brothers and sisters. Hi, Courtney. Hey, Anju. How are you doing? I'm doing great. All right. So for today's topic about getting along with siblings, I thought it would be most interesting to compare and contrast different sets of well-known siblings in books and movies. I didn't mean to sound so teacher-like just now. I promise (laughs) this will be interesting. (laughs) So, from the Harry Potter books turned movies, there's the Weasley brood consisting of six brothers and one, sis- one sister. This family of redheads gets along, for the most part. There is the occasional disagreement or fight, like when the troublemaking twins steal Studious Percy's prefect badge. And the issue is usually, but the issue is usually something minor and rather trivial. It's kind of the usual expected sibling banter. At one point in time, Percy does break away from the family because of his new political view, which differs so greatly from that of his family's. But in the end, his bond with his family wins over, and everyone welcomes him back with open arms in spite of the years he's spent ostracizing himself. The second set of siblings I thought of was Katniss and Primrose Everdeen from The Hunger Games. 
The relationship between these two sisters differs greatly from the Weasley's camaraderie, most likely because of how different their living situation was. The Everdeens had lost their father, their mother fell apart for several weeks when their father died, and District 12, where they lived, overall was a very poor environment. In these dismal situations, Katniss truly steps up to the role of being the older sister. Not only does she put the not only is she a strong role model for Prim, but she is also a faithful protector of Prim and their entire family. For the third and final set of siblings, I considered Cinderella and her stepsisters. After Cinderella's father passes away, her stepmother and stepsisters treat Cinderella horribly. In the Disney movie, the reasons behind this unfair treatment aren't made clear, but I think their behavior stems from their jealousy of Cinderella's beauty. Cinderella is treated as a servant in her own household, and she and she acts completely to her stepsister's demands. Personally, I think the Weasleys are best representative of the typical sibling relationship today. Everyone gets on for the most part, and in the end, the familial bond you share with your siblings overrides almost all the arguments and disagreements you've ever had in the past. Yeah, I think you did a really great summary of all the different types of sibling relationships that exist in real life, too. And the sibling relationship is definitely a love-hate affair, as I've noticed from my friends' siblings. And I definitely know people (laughs) from all types of the sibling relationships that you've said. And I know that you have a brother, right, Courtney? Yeah, I have an older brother. He is three years older than me. Wow. Does he resemble any of those um, sibling relationships in the books or movies that you've mentioned? Um, we are definitely more of, like, the Weasleys. Like, we, we get along really well. We're not really, really close, but it's never to the point of, like, disagreement. Like, we've had little petty arguments, like, over video games. Like, <laughs> oh, I screwed up. I, like, made us, like, go backwards or something. It was just something really trivial like that. Most of the time, we get along really well. And since he is three years older than me, he, and we're both interested in, like, studying music, I often turn to him for help and, like, ask him for his advice on stuff. And how do you divert, like, arguments? Like, what happens when you guys have a really big argument? Are you the first person to apologize, or do you guys both feel equally bad, or what happens? Um, I think that really depends on the situation, like, whoever kind of lashes out first, because (laughs) sometimes, like, I'll get annoyed, and, like, I'll kind of raise my voice, and then he'll, like, call me out on it. And so, I'm, like, I guess, like, human nature you feel kind of upset that you're called out for something so like we we stop talking for like maybe an hour and then I go back and like I'm sorry I got mad at you just now <laughs> so it like between us it's always been great because we've never had a huge argument where we like stop talking that's really good and do you look up to him or does he look up to you as the younger sister um I don't know like how how he sees it but I definitely look up to him because he he has we have quite different personalities because he's very mild tempered he gets along really well with everyone he (laughs) he's just like really really charismatic and so I I really admire that about him and how he can how everything is always so good for him I guess like he always he always knows how to conduct himself and he never seems to get into like the issues I get into. So I always I always think that I want to be more like him in that aspect. Hmm. Uh, is he a very protective brother? Um, He's actually not really, because I have 
one of my close friends, she has two older brothers who are probably, I think, six and eight years older than her. And so her brothers are really, really protective, like, over her in terms, especially in terms of dating. Like, when she started liking a guy, they immediately started interrogating her. They wanted to go on her Facebook and Facebook (laughs) stalk him. So thankfully, I've been, like, I've been lucky in that my brother, he, I don't want to say he doesn't care, but it's not, he's not so overbearing and really protective. That's good. I'm sure I'm sure he cares and he's like interested in knowing what's going on in my life, but it doesn't ever get overboard. I think because he I think because it's like we're only three years apart and we do go to the same college right now. Hmm. So he sees all the people like all my friends and all the guys that I might be interested in probably as like potential friends rather than someone who's just my boyfriend sort of thing. Is it awkward going to the same college? No, we're well, we're at Berkeley, and Berkeley is really, really big. So we actually don't ever run into each other unless oh. we say like we want to like get lunch or something and meet up. So that's the only time we ever really run into each other on campus. Yeah, because I know some of my friends when they see their sibling awkwardly, they try to either hide or they <laughs> pretend they don't know each other. Yeah, I've heard of that, especially in high school, because like we were in high school too. I was a freshman, he was a senior, mm. and I had a couple of friends who were in the same situation, and they didn't particularly like seeing their sibling on campus. Yeah. But I don't know. I always liked I always liked seeing my brother around. It was nice. Yeah. And would you ever consider rooming with him or sharing an apartment? Um, I don't know. I guess if probably it wouldn't be either of our first choices but if the situation worked out that it was most convenient that way I don't think either of us would mind at all and when he first went off to college did you guys talk more because I know one of my friends said her when her brother went off to college she started talking to him even more than when he was at home um actually not really so he was off at college for three years before Hmm. I went to college and this is my first year so actually I think we started talking more after I got into college as well. That's good. Yeah. And has your relationship changed as you've gotten older? Um, not really. Like, we've always, it's always just been good like this. Like, we've just been friends. We got along well. And I don't know, like, even he's not the protective older brother (laughs) sort. But when I do tell him about, like, maybe some, like, friend issues, like, one time this year, I, like, my best friend and I, we kind of got into a disagreement, and we were both really stressed, so we ended up not talking for a week. And so I told my brother this, and the next thing I know, my mom's texting me, like, what happened? Like, why are you and your friend talking? I'm like, oh, no. Like, I didn't want my mom to know about this. I don't want her to worry about me. So, like, I get that he's really concerned. I do appreciate that he thought it was worth it to tell our mom. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well mom doesn't have to over worry about mm-hmm. me, you know so yeah, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> so if he was selected for the hunger games would you trade places with him hmm, that's it's interesting con- to consider especially since like stereotypically since he's the brother and he's also older than me like it's weird to say that i would but i i do feel protective over him in that like if slash when he has a girlfriend, I would definitely want to, like, get to know her and, like, kind of approve of her, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Have you approved of his previous girlfriends? 
yeah, he's like his friends have generally like he's predominantly friends with girls. So like I like whenever I meet them, they're always really really nice to me. <laughs> so it's like I've never had any issues with any of his friends at all. Yeah. So I think he he has very good like judgment in the people he keeps close to him. So I I don't think I'll ever be worried about it. But <laughs> yeah, you guys sound like you have such a good relationship, which is nice to hear because I know some siblings always are fighting. Yeah, it's really really nice. So any last things to say about tips of how to have such a great, peaceful relationship with your brothers or sisters? Um, I think the key thing is to just know that deep down, it's like even if you are related by blood, you you are you can just be friends. You don't have to like value that. Like, call yourself just siblings. So no matter how much you fight or disagree, like you are a family and then family sticks together. Well, thank you, Courtney. This was fascinating to peek inside the three great stories and your personal life of siblings. And blood is thicker than water, as they say. When we return from break, our conversation about siblings will continue when our dump em or datum reporter, Claire Durant, gives some sisterly boy advice. I'm Young Juan. Make sure to check out the photos, descriptions, link, gossip, and more at expressyourselfteenradio.com. Facebook your friends, join our party. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. (laughs) 
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying tuned to Express Yourself on Voice America Kids Network, where teens talk and the world listens. I'm Young Juwan, and our show today focuses on the complicated yet close relationships shared by siblings. Our Dump Rumor Datum reporter, Claire Durant, and Indiana has a fresh take on how to approach the topic of love when it comes to talking with sisters or brothers. Hi, Claire. Hi, Indy. How are you? I'm good. So today I'm going to be talking about my relationship with my sister in terms of dating advice for boys. So I have an older sister and a younger, younger sister, so I am able to give and get advice. In this case, I'm currently talking to my sister about this one boy I like named Colin. And when it comes to Colin, it's a little bit different. But like what my sister has said is to not overthink everything. So I started talking to this boy named Colin at the beginning of the year. And we are on and off hanging out with each other. And recently we just really like kindled our relationship. And as I've talked about in previous dump them or datums, College is different in that relationships tend to take longer to, like, be established. And there's a lot of hookup culture around college, and it's not ideal. And so I wanted to, like, casually establish that I wasn't interested in just a fling to Colin. And so I asked my sister what she suggested I do so he wouldn't think I was trying to, quote, wifey him up. My sister actually had a guy tell her that he couldn't talk to her anymore because he thought that she was trying to, like, marry him. It's ridiculous. Like, these boys are so conceited. Anyways, so she said the best thing to do is to just be really straightforward and honest. It's so easy to overanalyze things and be like, why isn't he texting me now? And when should I text and stuff like that? But she told me to just say something really casually like, okay, like, Hey Colin, you know, I really like hanging out with you. Like I'm really happy when I'm with you. I hope we can hang out more in the future versus saying something more along the lines of, so where is this going? What's the future between us? Because saying something like that can potentially make you sound like a little bit of a psycho and like you're kind of eager to be like with them like too much and will make them pull away more. So that's like the best advice I've gotten from my sister and I'm going to definitely use it and see how it goes. So thank God for them. Well, thank you, um, Claire. Are you going to use that advice for your younger sister if she ever asks you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that she is definitely going to be coming to me for advice soon. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm done. Young, do you think your younger sister will feel the pressure of having two older sisters giving her advice? I feel like I'm a little bit of the bridge between my older and my younger mm-hmm. sister because there's such like a big gap. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think that she's lucky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> To a lot of people to go to. So I don't have a sister, but can you recommend anyone who I should talk to? People with sisters. <laughs> I am telling you, when I talk 
to like some boys versus like other boys, I'm able to tell the boys who have a sister and the boys who just have brothers. Yeah. Sometimes there's only children, but it's so, it's so easy to tell. It's so funny, but definitely I would talk to like, um, girls with sisters because they do a lot of talking. (laughs) I have this one friend who her sister's eight years younger than her and her yeah, her younger sister doesn't ever want to listen to the older sister because the younger sister is like, oh, you don't know what I'm going through. And I think it's really funny because the older sister has obviously gone through all these things. Ah. Yeah, and it's like the same thing the older sister says to her parents. Like, you don't understand. And she's hearing that from her younger sister. Do you ever feel like your sister's advice isn't valid? No, honestly, I listen to what she says. I take it in doses and I trust her because I know she doesn't have any ulterior motive. (laughs) I mean, not to be like, you know, concerned about that. But in all honesty, it's like she is not hanging out with the same people I'm hanging out with. And she's going to be honest and straightforward with me because she's not going to just be like, oh, he probably really likes you. You know, it makes me think of that movie like a, he's just not that into you. Yeah. <laughs> he's busy. That's why he hasn't, like, talked to you in, like, I don't know, like, four months, whatever. And, like, it's just like, she's like, okay, well, either he likes you or he doesn't. And she's, you know, she's tough love. Mm-hmm. Have you always been so close to your sisters? No, actually. Um, I went to high school with when I was a freshman my sister was a senior and we hung out a lot but then when she left to college and I was a sophomore my younger sister um was still in junior high and so by my junior year my younger sister then came to high school and I became closer with my younger sister but now I'm back at college with (laughs) so do you think there was ever any competition over boys with your sisters no that (laughs) be absolutely terrified 100 percent, and never and do you think brothers give just as good boy advice I think it's just different advice because if you were to ask a boy like what should like what should a girl say if like you like him I've had like guy friends just be like oh just say like you know like just like ask them like where it's like they'll say things like ask them like where they think it's going like ask them <laughs> feel about it I'm like Okay, literally, if a girl, like, ever came to you and, like, actually asked you, like, how do you feel about this relationship, they would look at you and be like, oh, my God, this person's, like, (laughs) trying to, like, make me their husband. I'm leaving. Yeah, I know a lot of my guy friends always say, oh, it'd be really nice if the girl was forward and she paid for things and if she asked me on the first date. But after it actually happens, they're like, okay, maybe maybe I don't want that anymore. So their advice is quite... So true. It's yeah. so true. They don't even know what they want in all honesty. <laughs> so that's and a different story. <laughs> do you think that it's hard to establish a relationship with a boy beyond the drunken like hookup culture in college? Absolutely. And I think that not even just in college, but I think that in um, high school as well, it's become such a norm. <laughs> will be just you know even if there's no alcohol involved it's become such a norm to just you know hook up with people and I think that it's really hard to kind of like show somebody you're interested and then make like the transition to being in like an established relationship I think it's really difficult and it's just it's just like a part of our culture and I think it's fairly newer that it is so like 
weekend to weekend. You know, I have friends who like hook up one guy this weekend, next guy, like one night. It's just, it's a, I don't know. It's, you know, it's what you want, but yeah, it's definitely like, it's a really ingrained in like our generation at least. And where is a good place to draw the line when it comes to how far you want to go with a person without being in a relationship? I always think it's the best to establish in your mind before you go into a situation of how far you want to go with somebody. And, like, as hard as it is, that, like, discipline in the moment saying, like, well, you know what, I'm going to, I only feel comfortable doing so much. And almost, like, telling the person that um, or just knowing it yourself, it's a lot better. And like when you enter the situation, but it's from person to person. Like as long as it's not affecting you and emotionally, like I don't think it's. Yeah. Know. And why do you think boys run away so quickly? If you bring up the future, where the relationship is going, or things, questions such as that. Because he wants to be a man. He wants to be independent, <laughs> and he's afraid if like he has his girl come into his life, all of a sudden he's gonna be like, not have his independence anymore. Do you think guys ever establish that first? Or do you think guys are the ones who establish when a relationship is actually a relationship? I think sometimes it's easier if they do because if they're the one initiating it, then they're the ones who are, like, making the commitment to show that they want it. I mean, it's obvious, like, in most cases, girls are a lot more ready to, like, be like, okay, let's, like, commit to each other than boys are. And so if a boy's the one doing it, it's more likely to be, like, a loving relationship because they'll be putting more effort Mm -hmm. Do you think you've ever disagreed with your sister on points of advice or opinions? I've definitely gotten annoyed with her over it. <laughs> it's kind of will become like, well, why did you say that? Or like, you know, when I'm like retelling a story slash taking screenshots of text messages and sending them to her, she's like, okay, you shouldn't have said that. I'm like, okay, well, don't tell me that now. And it's super <laughs> um, But for the most part, like, I mean, she's my older sister. I like looked up to her like since day one. <laughs> So I have trouble if I have a friend who has advice that's otherwise, I'm definitely going to go to her first. And does your younger sister look up to you, do you think? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> do you think you guys have a relationship that's more friend-like or sister-like? I think it's a it's a mixture between the two because on one hand, you're – you've known each other for so long and you literally are leading completely separate lives, like separate from your friend groups. Like you may not know their other friends as intimately as um, you would know your friends' friends. But um, at the same time, like then you're also looking at as them as a friend to talk to for advice. So it's kind of a mixture of both. And do you have any advice for having a nice relationship with your siblings before we end? My number one advice is don't cross your older sibling. <laughs> Definitely listen to them and listen to what they have to say because they generally, in most cases, at least in my experience, have your best interest in mind. Well, thank you so much. Unfortunately, we are out of time. Thank you again for sharing your big sister, little sister dating advice experiences with our listeners. I could really use a big sister sometimes to help me with boy choices, but that's just (laughs) wishful thinking. And we'll be right back after a short break. And in our next segment, our You Can Reporter, Laura Galen, 
Gail Yen is going to share her family observations. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at www.tumblr.com slash blog slash be the star you are radio. Don't go away. I'm Young Juan. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Looking for exciting video content live and on demand? Visit www.voiceamerica.tv for exclusive content you just can't find anywhere else. That's voiceamerica.tv. Tune in now. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juan, and I'm flying sort of solo today as host. Thankfully, I am joined by such talented reporters. And it's really interesting to see all the different perspectives of siblings that I didn't know quite existed. And Laura Gaolin is our Miss Possibility Personality and her segment of You Can Won't Disappoint. Hi, Laura. I'm excited to hear how you relate to your siblings. Hey, Youngju. So it's good to be here today because today's show really hits close to home with me because I myself have a little sister and um, and also an older cousin as well as a younger one with whom I am also extremely close. We literally just call each other brothers and sisters. And um, the thing about getting along with them is that, you know, you can never really tell what they're thinking. And, you know, something that I've observed and again, this is just an observation, is that younger siblings tend to internalize things more than older siblings do. And although this is a very, very broad, very generalized statement, um, to which, you know, there are many, many exceptions, um, it's also something that I personally have found to be very, very prevalent in most cases. Um, Now, internalizing things doesn't necessarily have to be a negative 
thing. It can vary from problems to self-esteem to other, you know, issues to just regular questions about life itself. And the thing about this is that oftentimes they do this because they feel like they have no one to open up to. And this is where the older siblings come in. And generally, it's the older sibling's responsibility to try to get along with the younger one because they themselves are more experienced with life and dealing with people every single day. And at this point, it's really a matter of initiative. And it's pretty sad that a lot of older siblings don't really take this initiative because they don't really realize just how much younger siblings look up to them as role models. Thanks, Laura. That was also a different perspective from the first two that we've had. Do you think it's ever a burden to be the older sibling? It can be because the thing is, is that being the older sibling, as I said earlier, it means that, you know, you have more responsibility because you're, you're more experienced with life. And, you know, but therefore your parents are generally going to look to you to be kind of the head of everything. Um, I wouldn't say it's a burden, though. It's, it's just a different way of developing as a human being. What's one situation that you've had to work out with your sibling? Well, most of my situations with my sister have something to do with food. <laughs> Almost always, because we both just, we love food, and we love sweets in particular. And, you know, normally we'll, we'll buy something very delicious, you know, and just... She and I will just, you know, just go at it over who had this much and who had that much, <laughs> why, who should get the next piece, who should get the last piece, which piece of the, the thing should just do each of us get. It's almost always about food. How old is your sister? My sister's 12, which means she's, well, actually, she's turning 13 in June, so I guess I should just say, you know, she's almost 13. <laughs> she's kind of going through that period right now where, you know, yeah. she's kind of trying to find her identity, doesn't really know what's going on, just barely starting to figure it all out and piece things together. So, yeah, it's a difficult age. Yeah, I definitely remember how much of an issue I had when I was 13. But yeah. do you ever feel like she doesn't want to listen to you? Oh, yes. <laughs> but the thing is, is that she just, because I feel that with my sister in particular, I think that she's just trying so hard to figure things out for herself. Because in our family, that's what's encouraged the most is that we figure everything out. That I feel that she's just trying to find her own avenue into, into well, growing up, basically. And Sometimes my input isn't necessarily wanted, even if it's the right yeah. one, which, you know, it isn't always, but it can be. <laughs> and has your relationship changed over the years as she's grown older and you've grown older? Well, we definitely, you know, still have our clashing opinions, but I feel that the older she gets, the easier it is for me to relate to her and the easier it is for her to uh, understand where I'm coming from when I'm talking <laughs> to her. Uh, because she she understands she understands so much more than I ever gave her credit for and still probably <laughs> give her credit for, uh, which I think is really wonderful. You know, it's not absolutely necessary for me to know about it, but as long as she's learning, that's what's yeah. important. And what makes you and your cousin so close? Oh, goodness. Well, I think that it has to do a lot with the fact that we don't live together <laughs> because when you live together with the same person for you know extended periods of time at one point or another you're gonna start to get on each other's nerves yeah and the thing with my cousins is that you know for one thing where my personality matches with them 
more so even than it does with my sister. Um, and I think that this is just because we're all growing up in different times. My older cousin is 21 and she's just like me. My younger cousin is, I think, seven years old and he actually gets along with my sister better than I do. So I think it's really just about, you know, the different time periods that we've grown up in because my cousin and I kind of went through, you know, the whole older sibling thing together and now they're going through the whole younger sibling together the younger sibling thing together. So I think that that has a huge, huge part to play in that. And do you have any problems with them? Or like arguments, differing opinions? Well, with my sister, like I said, it's always usually about food. But yeah. with my cousins, um, I don't have nearly as many arguments with them. And if I do, it's normally because, you know, I'll be, you know, and this is generally with my older cousin, you know, I'll be telling her about something that's going on with my life, you know, and she'll, she'll tell me I did something wrong and then I'll disagree with her. And then she'll disagree with my disagreeing with her and we'll just go back and forth like that. And that'll turn into an argument, but it never gets too bad. That's good. It's good that you're able to work it out. How, what's the longest time you've been mad at any of your siblings or cousins? Ooh, yeah, that would definitely be my older cousin. And she and I, didn't talk for two months oh, and wow. believe it or not this is this is just a one-time thing but it was it was over a boy <laughs> it was over a boy we actually stopped talking to each other because of a boy and it lasted two months until we both we didn't even actually work it out really we didn't sit down and talk about it we just kind of realized you know we're family we should just just forget about it let's just never even bring it up again let's just not talk about it and that was it it, didn't, it really didn't take much was it a boy that you both liked or didn't like, or did she it think... It was a boy that I liked that she didn't, mm. really didn't like. <laughs> yeah. She really didn't like him, really disapproved of him, and I really approved of him. <laughs> so it just kind of spiraled out of control from that point forward. Yeah, I know, even in my group of friends, if one of my friends likes someone that I don't like, or I really dislike, it causes issues. Yeah. So I can just imagine how difficult that m must have been but do you think cultural differences have anything to do with how close you are to your family oh most definitely because um the thing about my family you know as you probably know we're from armenia and in armenia family matters so much more than you know almost anything really especially more than friends or you know that's generally what it's supposed to be like but you know here in america you can look at your friends and think to yourself, they're family to me. But in Armenia, family, your blood relate your your blood is they're they're all you have really. You know, you can't depend on anybody because everybody else is only going they're only going to do what benefits their own. And so you have to do what benefits your family because nobody outside of your family is gonna do anything like that for you. So naturally, um, my older cousin and I we both really grew up very, very heavily underneath, under that influence. But it's not really the same with our younger siblings. It's mostly just us because we grew up with the notion that your family is the only thing you can depend on, which, you know, I, I don't think is true anymore, <laughs> and neither does she. Do your younger siblings care more about their friends than family? Well, the 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 eight year old or the seven year year old one, um, he doesn't have very many friends because he's still very very yeah. very young. Um, my sister, though, I feel that she opens up more easily to her friends than she does to us. 
Um, and this can be for a variety of reasons because they actually truly, you know, are, they're just easier, easier to talk to, you know, they may have more time, they may be more relatable because they're at the same age. There's a whole, you know, there's a plethora of reasons. I hope I pronounced that correctly, but there's just a lot of reasons as to why, but, uh, I think that it's easier to open up to them and I would rather have her do that than not open up to anybody at all. Yeah. Do you get in lots of fights with your family? Um, in my family, we don't really have fights. We just have arguments, <laughs> and it's not really, it's not to a terrible degree. It's just, it's just, you know, a matter of, hey, I have this opinion, I have this opinion, and I have this opinion. Let's argue about it because we all have these opinions, and we're all, you know, relatively intelligent people. <laughs> so let's just, let's just go at it. But it's never like actual fights. That's good. Yeah, being in an intellectual environment with discussion is always good because you learn so many different perspectives. And how often do your does your family or cousins come and apologize to you, like specifically? Not very often <laughs> because, you know, we always think that we're correct. You know, it's like you have your reality, you're correct in your reality, yeah. I have mine, I'm correct in mine. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like back and forth like that. So not too often. Well, thank you, Laura, so much for telling us all about your family and cultural differences of siblings and relations. Unfortunately, we are out of time again, but stick around for our last segment where I'll be talking about what it's like being an only child. I'm Young Juwan, and while you're waiting, visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com. We'll be right back. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the tech team. Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. The longer you listen, the later it gets. You're listening to Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan, and it's now my turn to talk about not having siblings. But since I didn't want to have a monologue of what it'd be like to be the one and only in a family, I invited our producer, Cynthia Bryan, to chat with me. So it's back on Express Yourself. Oh, hi, Yunju. It's always my pleasure to be invited back to talk with you on Express Yourself. And I'm really excited about this segment because although I've coached many children actors who were only children in my career, I personally am from a very big family of seven. So I have no clue what it's like to be an only child. So Yunju, what has it been like so far for you to be the one special chosen child? <laughs> you know, what are the benefits and the negatives? Well, growing up as an only child, I have not had that much experience with having a sibling. People always ask if I'm lonely, but it's a misplaced question since since I've never had a sibling. Being alone is not that weird or abnormal for me. I find ways around it that most people don't put into their question. And like anything, there are pros and cons to being an only child. I've always, always, always wanted an older sibling, whether it be a brother or sister, but I never wanted to be the older one. I've never once wanted a sibling either. The burden of setting a good example seems heavy, but as our other reporters have mentioned, it's not that much a responsibility, but to me it seems like a huge burden to have someone always looking up to you and someone who who will follow you. And if you make a mistake, it seems like they will also follow that. But in Korean culture, almost like Armenian culture, everyone is your family. I call many people my aunt and uncle, even if we're not blood related. And being from a culture like that, I have so many external siblings. And I love having someone to turn to with my problems without living with them, per se. I just have this terrible memory of this month in fourth grade. My mom invited her friend and her son to live with us for a month. I was kind of excited because it was the first time having a live-in sibling, a temporary sibling. And they were from Korea, and they wanted a full experience of what life was like in the U.S. And it was one of the most unsettling experiences of my life because I've never been around an environment where I had to share things or have someone use my bathroom or have someone in my room, etc. But I've also had a great friend who I've known since second grade. We've been friends since that time and we've had our ups and downs. We stopped talking in middle school, but somehow we were able to reconnect. And she visited me last summer and stayed with me for a whole week. I was really excited that I'd be finally seeing her after a whole year of not seeing her since I moved from Colorado to California. And even though we were such close friends, and we still are really close friends, we got on each other's nerves as the week went past. As Laura mentioned, having someone live with you and just talking to them periodically is a way different experience. 
But she is like my sister because we talk about everything. And it's an added bonus that you never see them so much that you become irritated at them. Of course, I'm sure that real siblings have found ways around that dilemma. Most of the people at my church are college students. And I know that most of them have sister or brother-like bonds with their roommates. One case comes to mind so clearly when I talk about roommates and sisterly bonds there are these five girls who are either seniors now or have graduated from art school that all live in a two-room apartment and they have such good relationships with each other while living together for four years and i'm really excited to go off to college and form that kind of lifelong relationship and so some of the pros of being an only child would be more attention. I can't deny that. Being an only child does mean that you don't have to wear hand-me-downs or use your sister's old textbooks or or just in general sharing. I've never been that good at sharing. <laughs> and it depends on the parents. My parents have always been very protective. I do sometimes envy the freedom that people in larger families have. I'm sure that also correlates with stress on older siblings to keep their younger siblings in check. But with everything, I'm just happy with what I have since it's wishful thinking to want an older sibling. But do I want my child to be an only child? Well, we'll see. I think that it's very interesting, Young Jew, though, what you're saying about sharing and being, you know, having to share a room, even though it was a really good friend or a bathroom or your things to have somebody in your space. You know, I grew up in a very big Italian family, seven of us, and I was and I am still the oldest sibling, although I threatened to become younger every day. And I have to tell you, I do think that that was hard. I had to be the responsible one. I had to set the example. And I would have to wait for things for a very long time. And then when I got it, my brothers and sisters would get the same thing. And that was like frustrating to me. It's like, yeah, I didn't have a bike until I was like 12. And then the next day, everybody got bikes. It was like, what's that about? And I will tell you from what um, what I've observed of only children, I find that they are very, very intelligent. <laughs> and I would have to say the same for you, having worked with you for the time that we've been working the last few years on Express Yourself and Would Be the Star You Are, is that there's something about the fact that you have to be disciplined on your own as an only child, and you have to learn how to enjoy being alone. Yeah. And I've feel growing up in a big family as much as I love family but when we get together as a family there's 40 of us now Wow, (laughs) that's 40 people around the table and it's really loud so all of us we don't talk we all shout we when we got married uh, our aunt gave us each a bell or gave our husbands a bell because they said that in a big family you're gonna have to ring the bell if you want to get any attention but of course what happens is now everybody's ringing the bell so now everybody's shouting and everybody's but um but you know to find that alone space there's that's the time when you get to think and you really get to be on your own so what do you think when you go off to college do you think you're going to choose to be in a dorm or an apartment by yourself I actually don't think that I will be by myself I just want to have the experience of of having a sibling or a sister and then we'll see how much but I enjoy that. what's going to happen? What, you know, what about if you like things neat and they're really messy? For yeah. example, I'll just tell you, because like, <laughs> I have 
because my two sisters and uh, and I, we were only a year apart. So growing, I mean, we were extremely close. And although we could argue and call each other names, if anybody outside the family called us names, oh, that just <laughs> never worked. You know, we would just jump in on them. But I'm like, I was a neat nick and I like to hang my clothes and everything in its place where my sister is an absolute slob. And if she would borrow something, the only place we'd ever find it would be hidden under a bed. Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah. I'll definitely have to adjust to living with other, like compromise what I want for other people. But I think that'll be a good learning experience as well. It will be a good learning experience. And you've already experienced it a little bit just with your friends and with that month long (laughs) that you had of the friend coming over. But, you know, I thought maybe if you think this was good, because I think it's so fascinating to know about an only child, but maybe I should give our listeners a few tips on how to get along with siblings, because in any house that's more than one kid, or even if you have extended family members there's bound to be some problems so because you know as we were saying brothers and sisters they borrow stuff they don't always return it in good condition younger kids feel like the older kids get to do whatever they want Uh, older brothers and sisters think that the baby of the family gets more attention and you know they're typical typical problems that we have to do so we need to learn to enjoy our sibling relationships and i know we have to close but you know think about giving them a compliment and a smile be on their good side get together and have fun with them don't make them angry don't anger don't argue try to be nice and never give up on making a great family because blood really is thicker than uh, water So I want to compliment you, Young Ju, on being the star you are. Being an only child has given you confidence and the ability to take measured risks, such as hosting today. (laughs) Thank you. You are awesome. Way to go. And as we say goodbye to everyone, thanks for joining us here on Voice America Kids. We do want to hear your thoughts, and we want to answer your questions. You can email us, btsy18radio at gmail.com. Go to our radio site, expressyourselfteenradio.com, our creative community, btsya.com. And you can get involved with Be The Star You Are charity. So we are an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. We're on the Voice America Kids Network, and I want to thank you, uh, Young Ju, for having me on. My name is Cynthia Bryan, and I am the producer of the show. Well, thank you, Cynthia, for coming on. I'm Young Juan, and thank you, our viewers, for always tuning in every week. Thanks to Star Style Productions for producing this show. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program on Express Yourself. Thanks again for joining us, and thank you to our great reporters. And until next week, remember, express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines. If you would let yourself go, find some place you remember. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? 
It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. There's so much going on in the tech field. The tech team is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to the Tech Team, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. 